Today's guest is an attorney. She's also the vice president of legal affairs at the Right to Life League, the oldest pro-life organization in America. She is the mother of seven children, and she is dedicated to using her speaking and legal skills to champion civil rights for the unborn. Welcome to the show, Susan Swift. Yay! Welcome. Thank you, David and Stacy. It's really a real honor to be with you today. We're so excited to have you on the show. Thank you for everything that you're doing to help to save the unborn. Oh, thanks. It's, it's something that I think is the core of our nation because abortion threatens individual rights and liberty because we believe that our, our rights come from God, not government, and that he endowed us with certain inalienable rights, among those being the right to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness in that order. You can't pursue liberty unless you're alive and you can't pursue happiness unless you have freedom. So those things right there, that's the core of our country is the right to life. And that is why abortion is an existential threat to our republic. You know, we talk a lot on this show, you know, about the idea of, of like, you know, the seven mountains of influence and a lot of places where Christians have sort of stepped out, left vacuums in in the, say that the pillar of, of, science and, and, you know, media, um, you know, uh, education in a lot of these areas. Mm-hmm. And those are, we look back and think, man, these are our big problems. You have sort of, of, of stood at the top of a couple of them from, from entertainment to law and, and understanding how those work together. It's, it's, it's a common theme we see here with, with people on this show that like God was preparing them all along for this moment you have a very unique background in history that sort of prepares you uniquely because this has become not just a legal battle, but an, a, a battle with the entertainment industry and Marxist ideology. And I can't think of anybody more prepared for this than yourself. Oh, well, you're very kind. I don't really like to talk about myself, but yes, it's true. I started, um, I, I was the object of a nationwide talent search uh, long ago, back in the day. Uh, the, the, the director, Robert Wise, was trying to cast the role of Ivy Templeton in the film Audrey Rose. And he he went all over the country looking for someone because he couldn't find anyone in Hollywood and came to Houston, Texas, where I was born and raised. And uh, eventually, uh, you know, brought me out for a screen test. And uh, so that was the very first film that I ever did. And from that, I, I enjoyed a, a career in film and television, uh, really at the kind of the the, the sunset glory days of, you know, MGM and the time when, when yeah. it was really very wholesome and, and I mean, wonderful people, ter- really terrific, wonderful people. And then um, it was time for me to go to college. And when I was in college, because I was just a normal person and, and I didn't have managers and handlers and all of those kind of people, my mom and dad, my dad was an insurance salesman and my mom was a school teacher. And she said, you know, you have to go to college and because they can't take away what's in between your ears that you have yeah. to have it. I was actually in that probably rarefied air of 1% where I should have continued a career in film and television and and just delayed college. And nowadays, I think many people understand college is just like a a water spigot. You go, when you're thirsty, you turn it on, you get what you need, and then you you go to the thing. And you're always going back to the well to go draw more water. That's what education should be. It shouldn't be this you know, you must go, you must all go because it, now, of course, it's become an indoctrination center. Right. But I didn't know that. And I was, I was obeying my mom and dad. And so I'm there in, in college and I was getting calls from my agent, which is now it's known as TGA. Back in the day, it was the Gersh agency. And my agent would call and say, well, you have an interview. And I'd say, oh, well, 
I have a midterm. I, I, I can't go. And I'm, I'm sure I could just hear that just face palm, you know, just like this. <laughs> what, what am I doing with this girl? Right. And so of course I stopped, I stopped getting a lot of calls and I stopped getting a lot of roles. So I shot myself in the foot, I guess on purpose. I just, just out of ignorance and that, and that's a good reminder for, for young people. They, they think they know kind of what is best or what to do at 18 or 22. And you're just not, God's not finished with you yet. And, yeah. and you can, that's why you need wisdom from other people to guide you on your path. But in any event, so then I, I went on to, to law school because my dad thought that was a good idea. You should go be a lawyer. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to be a lawyer. So, well, but it's good for you. Oh, okay. And I, I really, you know, he was very wise. I think every woman should go to law school and, and learn about the law because becoming a lawyer, yeah. it reorganizes your thinking. It, it makes you brave. It mm. makes you wrong because you all of a sudden can see the keys to the kingdom and that's and and that's what law is is it it, it opens up uh first of all just the, the the you understand more spiritually what when you mm -hmm. read the bible and you read about the laws ancient laws and then you also understand what you can do in in a country right you can understand what that means so i, I think being a lawyer is critical uh, and I went and did that, and I was a it's not not a bad years. consolation prize. Like I did this path, and you know, and I, I okay, I went and got my law degree, you know, and, and passed the bar, and you know, did that. That's pretty. That's that's a pretty great preparation, though, for where you are today. As I say, but look where you are yeah. today. How God is using this, and how you're impacting so many people. Yes. Well, he he had a plan for me, and it's glad I'm glad that he prepared me with you know film and television and being comfortable on a camera, and then giving me the legal background and training. And then he wasn't done with me yet because That's a deadly uh, combo, deadly yep. combo. No, I know. And then then I I ended up uh, I got promoted to the position of mother because my my husband married me and elevated me to the position of wife, and then I got that supreme promotion from God to be a mother and of that's, seven. That yes, yeah, of seven. That's amazing. Time. With the same man. I'm man. Wow. No shortcuts, no twins, no nothing. You did it. No, I didn't get Old school. Twins. The hard oh, way. Oh, man. That, that's incredible. I've done that. And, and now, now that my youngest is old enough to, you know, tie his shoes and take care of himself a little bit, now it's time to, uh, to do the next thing. And I prayed about it. And so God has fitted me for his purpose. And now I get to be a, a civil rights attorney for the unborn. I love wow. it. Let's talk a little bit about re re reproductive freedom. We're hearing about that. It's been all over the news. You know, Planned Parenthood CEO urges everyone to act for reproductive rights. That's been something that's come out. Scarlett Johansson, Alicia Keys start a beauty fundraiser for reproductive rights. And then Kamala Harris highlights need to protect reproductive rights across America. What but, but is reproductive this? freedom kind of has a nice ring to it. Though. Yeah. What does this it's, mean? Well, they're, they're playing word games with you because look in America, we all have reproductive rights already. Okay. You know, there, there's no, there's no government uh, program forcing you to get pregnant or forcing you to get married or be a breeder. There, there, there isn't. So we already enjoy uh, reproductive rights, but what they're doing is they are capitalizing on the, the, the overturn of Roe versus Wade. They're, they're putting out a whole lot of fear porn, right? Trying to suggest that you are going to be chained in your kitchen and barefoot and pregnant, and you're never going to be able to have a life, right? 
right? They're selling you this fear to especially young women. And, and, and that's been going on for, for decades that you're told that, that basically pregnancy is going to end your life as you know it. It's yeah. a threat to your health and that yep. it's going to, it'll cripple your career and it'll change your life. Well, I have news for you. Of course it'll change your life and in a good way. And, and 99% of all pregnancies are very normal and natural and healthy. They are not, you know, threats to your health, but they, that this was Alan Guttmacher and his, his pal, Margaret Sanger, who that racist supremacist, they are the ones who came up with all of this way back in the day. She founded Planned Parenthood. Margaret Sanger did it. it came out of her, the Negro mm -hmm. project mm -hmm. that she was selling to black pastors to control the fertility of blacks, browns, and Catholics in this country. So it was always a population agenda. It was always wow. a depopulation you know, agenda, if you will, because they didn't want blacks, browns, and Catholics in this country. So now that, that, that we, we've seen the overturn of Roe versus Wade and Dobbs has returned the issue back to the states, of course, all of the pro-aborts, uh, they want to keep the money flowing, the abortion cartels and the, the, the drug mm -hmm. money, which mm -hmm. is the chemical drug uh, mis Mifeprex and Misoprostol. That's the, the two drug combination. That's 54% of all abortions right now. Wow. As a 2020, 54% of all abortions. This is according to the Guttmacher Institute. So it's it's chemicals, it's drugs. Mm -hmm. And now what they're doing, and you've seen this in the election, this was California Prop 1, and also Michigan's uh, Prop 3, and to some extent, Vermont's Proposition 5. They have similar language. California Prop 1 and Michigan Prop 3 said the same thing, which is this. The state shall not deny or interfere with an individual's reproductive freedom in their most intimate decisions, including abortion and the use of contraception. Okay. And, and, and so you start, start thinking, well, well, what does that mean? Yeah. Well, it's not, it's not defined. There, reproductive freedom is a new term. It's an Orwellian Marxist communist pro-abort term now because it sounds really nice, doesn't it? Like David, you sure. were saying, it sounds yeah. great. I'm, I mean, I can have as many kids as I want, and the, the government's not going to tell me what to, how to raise my kids and what I can do, right? It sounds good. It's kind of like the, as though we're, we're not the China one-child one policy, right? A little right. bit. It sounds good. Mm -hmm. But what does it mean? And again, in law, words have meanings. And this yep. term is not defined. And what it can do since since now California and, and Michigan, since California has put Proposition 1 into the Constitution, that is the supreme law of the land of California in the state. And a judge has to look mm. at that supreme law and then compare it to the lesser laws of the statutes. So where a statute conflicts with the the california uh, supreme court oh, i'm sorry the california constitution okay. the judge has to interpret that and said well the constitution overrides so now as of january 1st we're going to have reproductive freedom which includes abortion and contraception but what else well we don't know mm. what about rules against incest or polygamy we have lots of statutes that say you can't marry your brother and you can't sleep right. with your mother Right. And you can't have, you know, uh, three or four people in a in a marriage or whatever it is. Well, those laws interfere with my reproductive freedom. Do they not? Wow. Right. What if I, what if I want to what if I what if I am a oh, this is a new term. You, you'll love this. We don't call them pedophiles anymore because that hurts their feelings. We call them minor attracted persons. Mm. Yeah. OK. So now we've got minor attracted persons. These are 40-year-old creepy people yep. who are attracted to little 13-year-old boys or girls, Sick. right? 
So now how are we going to balance that when we have a, a we have a, a, a constitutional amendment that says your reproductive free, freedom cannot be denied or interfered with? Well, my reproductive freedom as a wow. creepy pedophile is to diddle a 13-year-old mm. boy. How, how are we going to balance that? We're, we're going to have judges, men in black robes, telling us what that's going to look like. And what about parental rights? What if I'm a parent and I have children and I do, and I say, well, I don't, I don't, don't want my child exposed to these kind of drag queen shows in schools or uh, what they've been teaching. I thought it was in Massachusetts several years ago in grade school. They were teaching fisting. And if you don't know what it is, I'm sorry to say it, but you're going to have to look it up because I'm not going to repeat it here. But there, so if I say as a parent, I don't want that exposed to my child. Well, Who's to say that I, the parent, have any right to control my child's reproductive freedom? Because wow. again, look back at the language. The language is an individual, and the law has already decided that an individual and in its normal meeting is a person. It is not it is not restricted for age. So they didn't say adult. Mm. They didn't say, you know, someone over 25, right? They said an individual. So now how are we going to balance a child's right to experience their reproductive freedom, right? And what if the child, uh, if it, even if it's not sexual activity, what if they want to have a gender transition, mm. right? They're 13. That's all the, the rage and the vogue now on TikTok and all of the social media oh, yeah. channels, yeah. right? So now, we, so now we've got a 12-year-old girl or you know 13-year-old boy. They don't want to be a boy. They don't want to be a girl. They want to pretend to be something else because that's what this is. And instead, uh, instead of getting the, the psychological counseling, I think there are states, I think California is one of them, you're not even allowed to tell a girl or a boy, um, you're a girl, you're a boy, and um, I'll help you kind of realize your your real psychology and, um, and what, what you are. I, I'm not allowed to counsel you because that's denying your gender expression. So now that we have this reproductive freedom in our constitution, how is how can we even regulate what a 12-year-old child wants to do with their body? They can gender transition. They can get hormone blockers. They can mm. get surgery. And you know how I know that? Because California also passed SB 107. SB just means Senate bill. It's where it started. And it's been passed. And it's going to go into effect January 1st. And that bill authorizes the state of California to take custody of any child in the state or out of the state who comes into the state for gender transitioning therapies and uh, surgeries. So now you can have uh, maybe a, a divorced parent bring a kid from Texas maybe into California and say, well, I want my son to be gender transitioned, right? And the state of California will take custody away from the parents and treat that child. That's what SB 107 mm -hmm. empowers the state to do without notification to the other parent, without anything. And, and can you say trafficking? So you, wow. all you need to do is Certainly. get the kid here to California. It, it can be a, a well-meaning uncle or well, aunt it, or just a creepy person. It's a Marxist ideology that, yeah. that, that you will own nothing, you'll be happy. That includes your children because their mm -hmm. idea is those are not your children. They do belong to the state anyway. It's just a technicality before mm -hmm. uh, that ideology is pushed on every state that's already implemented in California. With righttolifeleague.org, you guys fundraise, you support, you mm -hmm. do the things that make individual pro-life facilities possible. Um, how can people find you guys and uh, be a part of your work and what you're doing and support you? I think sure. we have your website up on the screen now. 
Yeah, our website is right to life league, right to life league.org.org, right to life league. And you can find out all of the different things we do. The, the unique thing about the right to life league, first of all, we started in 1967, long before Roe versus Wade. We, we are the very first pro-life organization in the country. So we kind of started the pro-life movement. We went, it was wow. doctors and lawyers and, um, concerned citizens who came together to lobby then governor Ronald Reagan against signing the first therapeutic abortion bill, which was the Bielinson bill. And unfortunately, he had already promised the Democrats he was going to sign the bill, but he gave us his word that he would never again sign another piece of pro-abortion legislation, and he kept his word. And and we so we educate on the truth of what abortion is, which is just m simply the murder of children in the womb. That's all it is. It doesn't save the life of the mother. That's not its purpose. If you were talking about saving the life of the mother, you would be talking about delivery, which also allows the chance for life of the child. The second thing that we do is we fight against these bad laws, and there sure were a lot of them in California this last year in 2022. And the third thing that we do that no one else does that I'm aware of in the United States is we, we help these pro-life clinic centers and maternity homes all up and down the state keep their doors open so that they can minister, that they are boots on the ground to women who are abortion-minded. And you see, when you're a, a corporation in California, there are lots of legal hoops you've got to jump through. Mm -hmm. And if you're a medically licensed clinic, on top of that, you have to be in medical compliance as well. So there's lots of laws that apply to any corporation and any medical clinic. And these small, oftentimes, um, you know, kind of like nice church ladies or or good nonprofits who they just said I've yeah. got to help they find themselves as the the executive director of a of a corporation a nonprofit and a, a medical clinic and what do they do and and if they have a problem if they have a, a legal issue or if they have you know they need advice who do they call they right. call the right life league that's, that's a that's a that's a it's, it's, it's a david and goliath kind of yep. situation because they have the corporate background they got the mm -hmm. structure and a network nationally a lot of the the, the pro-life works independently in little you know areas and neighborhoods maybe like you said funded by a church so people can go to right to life league.org um you can see there on the site if you're watching on on, on a, a video-based platform top right corner there's a donate section this is the organization you want to be mm -hmm. a part of they're doing great work and uh making things possible that wouldn't be able without them Susan, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your time. What you doing there, Mom? Well, Wesley and I got all in the Christmas spirit after decorating, and we decided to make a naughty and nice list. And Ooh. I have to say, Avery, you're doing quite well. Really? So we're trying to decide who all we're gonna buy my pillow stuff for Christmas. You know, if you use promo code FLYOVER, you get up to 66% off when you go to mypillow.com. That's a great deal. Can't beat it. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. Promo code FLYOVER. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to bring you my biggest bedding sale ever, just in time for Christmas. Get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases, only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. We even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. All at the biggest discounts ever. 
I know my betting products are perfect for you, and I'm extending my money-back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st, 2023, making them the perfect gifts for your friends, your family, and everyone you know. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen, use your promo code, and you'll get huge discounts on all my pillow bedding products, including my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.